my name's Keelan. I'm Ben. I'm Will. And we are co-hosts of the podcast. This play, this uh, podcast should be played loud. And today we're doing a podcast slash video uh, movie bracket for our friends at Keith Loves Movies. This will be on his YouTube channel and on our podcast stream. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, please go check out KeithLovesMovies.com. Because there's what video. We're gonna be, yes, uh, you... on on the website and also on his YouTube ch- uh, channel. Precisely. It's very expressive. We're all gonna do our best. Very entertaining people today. We are going to be breaking down. We've we've made a list together of the 64 films we believe are 64 of the best films of all time. I would I would stress that there are a couple of uh, caveats to this. Mm-hmm. One, we only put movies on the list if two of the three of us have seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which instantly roots out a bunch of a lot things. of good movies. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, one of my favorite films of all time was like La Ventura, and neither of them have seen it. So don't. Neither of us are be in it. Sophisticated enough to have seen. No, it. no precisely. <laughs> Keelan's the most sophisticated film person in in our. Group I don't know. Three. I think Will's got a bit of a le- an edge on me in some areas. You think so? Will, you've seen a lot of classics I've not seen, and then I've, I've seen a lot of like hidden gems that you haven't seen. That's true. Will, I, Will I tried watches, it. Will's the only one who's seen a Bergman film out of the three of us. It's true. <laughs> I just kind of watch a lot of movies that are like. Like I, I, I've been watching one movie every day for the last like twelve days, mm-hmm. and a lot of the time I won't watch like just something random. I'll be like, I have to use this time to fully like educate myself. <laughs> um, although I probably could be doing it more. I saw you watched um, uh, Paths of Glory. Yes, I did. How was, was it? It was very good. He watched uh, Annie okay. Hall too, Keelan. I need to watch. It you again. did? Yeah. yeah, I did. I did watch Annie Hall. It was very oh, good. I liked it. Right? Isn't it great? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I love Annie Hall. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> that was one that. that we couldn't put on this bracket. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, <laughs> I mean, we had it now? No, it. too late. Too late. Can, I haven't seen it. Is it, it too late? It's too late. Uh, I mean... Well, what do you want to take out? <laughs> well, what was like one of the last ones that we were struggling with? Like, we could take out Inception. Yeah, well, I'd be happy Inception. to replace it. <laughs> ben, do you want to keep Inception? Um, the only reason I'd want to keep Inception is just because I haven't seen Annie Hall. That's fair. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll leave it out. But uh, yeah. caveat: Annie Hall would have won. Anyways, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> That's I'm not kidding. true at all. I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't have. It wouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So <clears throat> we're gonna start. Basically, the way this works is it's gonna be like a elimination bracket. There's 64 films, so we start with 32 matchups of the films, and then those will narrow and narrow and narrow and narrow. Mm-hmm. So our first matchup. Uh, is quite an interesting one. Oh boy! <laughs> Midsummer, which only Will and I have seen, I seen versus Midsummer. Finding Nemo. Okay. <laughs> wow. I'd like to add another movies. caveat, which might be it, like uh, embodied by this. Um, mm-hmm. All three of us have not seen. We we've all seen a lot, but we haven't seen everything. No. So, no. like Elon was saying, I'm the only person who's seen one uh, Bergman movie, yeah, which was so the like, Seventh Seal. Be finding. Yeah, we we it, probably should have like oh it's like Persona and it's uh, other yeah, good no, movies. No. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of movies that aren't on here that probably should be on here. This right. is just from what we've seen. So if it skews very American, very Western, we're working on our taste and we're mm-hmm. working on our filmography that we've seen. So you know, bear with us. But for yeah. now, this I is mean, what now we're that doing. we've got way more time on our hands, we could probably find some more time to watch some classics. But like yeah. maybe maybe watch a classic instead of Spike Kids 3D Game Over. But you know, which we watched the other day. <laughs> no, was we great. Did. I it was loved it. That is a classic. It was so good. It's a, that was directed by Burton, a modern classic. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> we can go on to the matchup. Yes. Now. Midsummer Finding Nemo. Will start us off. Go for it. Well, I I think they're both very good. 
I think I think I could say that for literally everything that we, we put here. <laughs> yes, they're both they're dreadfully good. Um, <laughs> but, but I think Finding Nemo is a better movie. I think Finding Nemo is like one of the best, if not the best, Pixar movie. It's and definitely. It, it's, I'd say it's a top five Pixar yeah. movie for sure. Yeah, it's it's. Look, I haven't seen it in a long time. I haven't seen it in a while either. <laughs> this is exactly what we said we didn't want to happen, <laughs> but it's happening. I, I Midsummer is very good, and it's extremely like atmospheric and absorbing, um, and I liked it in that way a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think it's a masterpiece or anything, and I I think I might say that about Finding Nemo. I think Finding Nemo is like. Finding Nemo's up there with my favorite movies. So, interesting. I mean, and I, I can, should that's not fair. say anything qualitative about anything, the movies. I can't say anything about uh, Midsummer, but what I can say is, like I said, I think Finding Nemo is a top five Pixar movie. It's up there in terms of my favorite animated movies. Um, but again, it is a little skewed because I haven't seen it in a long time, um, mm-hmm. and also I have no opinion on Midsummer. Uh, so. <laughs> Because so we that, already have two votes Finding because, Nemo. Because finding Nemo's that, going through. Because well, of that, what, I have to lean to Finding Nemo. But I'm curious yeah, to hear I, your I opinion. would support that. I would support that. Finding Nemo should go through. It's a masterpiece. It's one of the best animated films ever made. Midsummer is one of the best horror movies of the last decade. I wouldn't call it one of the best horror movies of all time. Okay. No. I don't think it'll be nearly as influential as Finding Nemo was, even if I might have rated midsummer higher than finding nemo i think finding nemo just to the culture of a film and animation probably deserves the win gotcha so finding mm-hmm. nemo moves on cool uh, are we well, i have to just we are take how are we taking into account like if, it, if something is important you know like i think we can just personally you know take that into like whatever whatever we think is it's more important or better movie like that's just you know yeah. our personal think- opinion yeah, because something being important historically does not make it mm-hmm. good. But at the same time, there are certain things where it's like, this was the first movie to do this. Or it yeah. was like groundbreakingly good in this way, which I think but, is important in that way. Yes, because it's, I agree. Well, I think if, someone, if something's like a trailblazer, then it shows initiative on the part of the filmmakers. It shows mm-hmm. talent on the part of the filmmakers. It's an element as to what makes it good and what makes it stand the test of time. Right. I agree. Excellent. Cool. I agree. Awesome. Wow. Next. Fantastic. Uh, this one, Will, I'm very sorry to say, but you're not going to be able to compete in this round because both oh, no. films have only been seen by Ben and I. Oh, wow. I think I, oh, okay. So this one is Rosemary's Baby versus Sing Street. Hmm. Oh, this is well, actually I have to go for Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want me to begin with this one? Yeah, you start. You start. Um, so these are two of my favorite movies ever. Um and it's just so hard to compare them just because they are, like, completely different movies. I mean, Rosemary, Rosemary's Baby is one of the most influential horror movies of all time. Yeah. Um, just the the way the way it was shot, the, the entire concept of the movie, uh, just the, the plot of the, the idea of, like, a demon baby is so influential through, like, so many different horror movies you see nowadays. Spoilers, you know? Will. Uh, oh, I well, knew that already. Well, <laughs> okay, good. Spoilers I feel like most people, I feel like most people <laughs> know about that. Um, Because, you know, I feel like the idea of, like, a creepy kid, a creepy child is such a trope now because of that movie. Um, So, obviously, the influence of Rosemary's Baby is is almost unmatched. Um, But then you get to Sing Street, which is is not... We're going to piss some people off. I I know, we're going to piss some people (laughs) off. Um, But Sing Street is just one of those movies where it's just totally clicked for me. Like, just everything about it is just, I think, like... 
like perfect, which is not a common opinion with that movie. Most people think it's like a four star, four and a half star movie. I give yeah. it, I've given it a 10 every single time I've watched it and just, I can't seem to find many things wrong with it. I just think I, I have, I have a really good, a really strong emotional connection with that movie for some reason, but, and because of that, I think I'm going to pick Sing Street, but I, yeah. it's, it sucks because Rosemary's Baby is such, such a good movie. And probably if any other people did this, they'd pick Rosemary's Baby. But oh, absolutely! It's just and yeah, you you picked the wrong two people to talk to Sing Street about exactly. for some reason. <laughs> with Ben and I, it's just really emotionally clicked with the two of us somehow, mm-hmm. and it's I think it's near perfect. Yeah. I love that movie. I think it's I don't super know underrated. I didn't watch it when it was like coming out, and you guys were both very hysterical over it. We did. We didn't see it when it came out. I saw oh, it in really? 2017 for the first time. It came out in 2016. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, me too. I saw it on Netflix when when it was out on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember why I saw it, but I think you might have recommended <laughs> it to me, Ben. Or did no, I no, no, it to no, you? no. Kia recommended it to you, who recommended it to me. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Um, either way, yeah, Sing Street. Sorry, guys. We're, we know that it's the wrong pick, but <laughs> I'll take it down the next round. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna send that one through Sing Street One Rosemary's Fantastic. Baby Zero. Well done. Um. All right. Next. Rest in peace, Rosemary's Baby. That was we, you know we're backing up the the portrait uh, the portrait squad when they walked out on <laughs> Polanski winning best director. That's this is our protest. Yes, this is this is we did Ryan. put him in in the first. We place. did put him in. Yeah, it's <laughs> a did, great movie. It is, it is a great, great movie. movie. Yeah. You can't deny. Next up, this is actually a tough one that we can all fight over: uh, The Wolf of Wall Street versus Skyfall. Ooh. Oh, that's and let's go, Will. Go for it. I have, I have Skyfall rated higher than The Wolf of Wall Street. I think I do too. I don't, I think, but... I don't know. I think Skyfall might be so, like... I can actually talk about these because I've seen them both vaguely recently. I think yeah. if I haven't seen a movie within the last three years, I don't trust my opinion on it. I don't trust anything that I think about it. But <laughs> for both of these, I have seen them. One of them, Skyfall, I watched with Keelan, like, within the last six mm-hmm. months or so. Um, yeah. I think it, it might Same be... thing with Wolf Wall Street. We saw it at TIFF. Afterwards. I didn't see it with you. I, I was, it oh, was, um, that's right. It was Passover, I think. It wasn't Passover. No, it was, it was Passover Hanukkah. Like now. It was Hanukkah. It was Hanukkah. Yeah. That's it. Um, <laughs> I so it might be partially the like I love the James Bond movies. Like I'm sure everyone does, um, which mm-hmm. makes Skyfall so good because it's like it's like the final Bond movie, even though it's not the final Bond movie, and it does such a a good job of like grounding all of that in reality yeah. and making it like oh it's serious now and it looks mm-hmm. beautiful and it's like well written and all that but it's it's carries with it that sense of like weight which i don't think many of the other ones do and it does it so well but i think it isn't really just about like i've watched james bond movies i think it kind of makes that out of anyone who watches it it Mm -hmm. kind of just it has that effect um wolf of wall street I, i really liked um but i don't think it has the it's not as like concise and just like purely effective as skyfall is as like a action thriller um i don't know the the wolf of wall street i can't i can't say anything that i didn't like about it necessarily but it just didn't hit with me in the same way skyfall does fair so you're going with skyfall yes okay ben uh this one's tough because these movies are almost on par for me um but Mm -hmm. i think just the fact that wolf of wall street in my opinion has leo's best performance uh, like in his career, I I feel like that might edge it out for me just because he does such an amazing job. Um, it's 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 just so impressive to watch. But mm-hmm. 
the, on the other hand, Skyfall, I do think, is the best James Bond movie of the ones I've seen. Um, which isn't many, but still. I, 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 it's actually, it's really tough. It's actually, I, I went into this argument thinking that I, I'd go for Wolf of Wall Street immediately off the bat, but I don't know. I'm having second thoughts. Uh, I want to hear Keelan's opinion, though. Okay. Um, here's the thing for me. I love Skyfall, and I think it's really, really well shot, and it's really, like, what, it's just such a fun movie. I was talking to Will after we saw it. It's probably one of the coolest movies ever made. Yeah. It is something really like every cool single movie. thing James Bond does in that movie is just so sick. Like and he adjusts his watch after it. Exactly. He, like jumps off a train. You guys need to watch Casino Royale because I think Casino I Royale is better Royale. than Skyfall. But yeah, but I I, I, I don't think Skyfall is the best Bond movie. I think that Goldfinger is the best Bond movie because it's a little bit more creative in some areas. Okay, I I think Skyfall is fantastic. I I think that the direction in Skyfall is the one element that at times I feel could be more original than it is mm. because I think in some areas, like some of the action scenes, it kind of plays it safe with the way it's, it's done. Sometimes it just kind of goes for the, something a little bit more generic. Cause it, you know, it, it, it plays it safe sometimes. I think the Wolf of Wall Street is the very opposite of playing it safe. I really respect Scorsese for really just kind of throwing everything at the wall on that one mm-hmm. and everything yeah. stuck. And that's the one thing. Like, it's not short. It's not concise. It's meandering and all over the place. But somehow he managed to take all those elements and make them work. And Leo, I, I have to give to the Wolf of Wall Street for me. Yeah, yeah, you've <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with everything you just said. The idea is just such a balls to the wall movie, and it just works somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna go Wolf of Wall Street. Well, Wall Street moves on. Sorry, Will. <laughs> I'm not upset about that. No, I like both that, of those. That, that's a tough one. I that like is a, that. That was a good. That was a good debate. Yeah. This one's gonna get spirited. Um, oh Mission Impossible Fallout versus Hot <laughs> no. Fuzz. Wow. Oh, damn it. Wow. I, was, I know. Okay, I I just like to say that I I rallied for Mission Impossible Fallout to get in, as he always does. He always and I was does. hoping um, that it would come up against something like of a lower caliber mm-hmm. <laughs> at least that at least in all of our opinions i like that movie a lot but it is not it's not better than hot fuzz so that's unfortunate no that hot, fuzz is, one of the best, than... hot fuzz is one of the best comedies i've ever seen like it's yeah hot fuzz it, is honestly, a near perfect movie yeah like it's it's so, so good might be unanimous hot fuzz? Best, might be edgar wright's best movie yeah i think I it's his best movie i think so yeah all right hot fuzz unanimous yeah uh this one's going to be interesting as well let's talk about phantom thread versus spirited away Okay, I feel like I, I feel like this could be a good discussion. Ben and I are the only two who have seen Spirited <laughs> Away, so Will, I, I assume your vote will be for uh, Phantom Thread. I guess, but I feel I didn't strongly love Phantom Thread. I can't vote for Spirited Away, but yeah. <laughs> well, what do you, what do you guys think? I think you would have more to say. I say substance. for me, I love Phantom Thread. Um, mm-hmm. I think it it's it's one of the most like subtly intense movies i've ever seen like it's just yeah everything the way the way paul thomas anderson crafts like the idea of like intense dressmaking like it's just a concept that's like unheard of i don't know it's just i feel like he does that really really well but on yeah. the other hand spirited away is like so good <laughs> spirited away is like one of the most fantastically weird movies i've ever seen um it's 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 also equally as insane as Wolf of Wall Street, but just on a different level. Like it's oh yeah, it's, in a very different way, in a, in a, in a, in a very much different way, <laughs> a non-realistic, very abstract way, and it just works. Like it's 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 yeah. it's it's a sight to see. Honestly, it's it's beautifully animated. It's oh, well yeah. acted. It's well written. It's just everything about it works. Are you going with Spirited Away? I'm gonna go with Spirited Away. 
I, I am too. Uh, I think Spirited Away is the most creative movie ever made I, that I've ever seen, at yeah, least. Yeah, that's, that's definitely I there. think it's so, so imaginative in mm-hmm. so, so many ways, and I think it's easily Miyazaki's best work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the animation is stunning. There's barely anything wrong with Spirited Away, and also, I guess, maybe maybe I'm biased, but I saw it on like at the Cinesphere when it was playing oh, wow. there, and oh, I was really? actually really close to the front, yes, and mm. I was sitting really, really close to the front, and I think that's the best way to watch that movie, because I literally had to move my head to track <laughs> the different parts of this film, <laughs> and it immersed me in that world so deeply. I, I, I fell into a trance in that movie, and I, as much as I adore Phantom Thread, trust me, I feel like I'm probably the biggest Phantom Thread fan out of the three of us. Definitely. I think You're that... Because <laughs> Phantom Thread. If, <laughs> Phantom, uh, Phantom. I, I think that... All the elements that make Phantom Thread so wonderful are done even better in The Master, uh, which is also mm, on this list. So I'm going to save yeah. my PTA love for, for that one, which I think is slightly better. I'm going to go yeah. Spirited Away. Beautiful. The first time I saw Spirited Away was, and the only time I've seen it, was actually very recently at my university mm-hmm. film class in a massive brand new concert hall with 500 Ooh, people, uh, like 500 first year film students. And they, none of that, us had that's seen the way like, to watch it. Very few of us had seen it before and we all like loved it. Yeah, Will, you have to watch it. And on the biggest screen you can. That's on. That's on. We all made um, lists of movies that the other two have to watch, and that's mm-hmm. all, one of you assigned that Probably to me. Probably Keelan. That'd be me. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, this one's hard. Okay, next one: Lost in Translation versus the Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, I haven't seen Lost in Translation, so I'll, I'll let you guys start, and I'll chime in later. I'm assuming you're voting for Grand Budapest, though. Well, I mean, I have to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to put one vote down for that. I've been writing all this down so I can keep track of the votes. Cool. Yeah. I think we all should right. first see, for the ones where only two of us have seen it, if the two can reach a consensus. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Okay, so, Will, what are you thinking? Well, I think Grand Budapest, because that's one of my favorite movies. I, yeah. I, I really loved <laughs> Lost just in Translation yeah. as well. <laughs> Uh, immediately just... I, I love lost in translation grand budapest is is wes's most like ambitious film and it's probably his best film i, yeah. I think that we should just go it's through so many things and it mm-hmm. does them all so well and it's yeah. such a it's it's so you're talking about skyfall being fun that's a the joyous movie to watch oh my god it's so yeah. entertaining that... and funny and well written that's one of like, like the sharp. very few movies that anytime i'll watch it it'll just make me so happy it's just it's, like it's yeah. like an adrenaline rush when you watch that movie <laughs> it's yeah. weird to say about a wes anderson movie but god i love the true. rush oh it's, yeah it's it's so ridiculously impressive like everything about yeah. it it's it's yeah. amazing whenever right, there's unanimous. a shot which is framed in the middle <laughs> <laughs> mamma mia i'm trying to do it um, this so that this is our uh, we've only had non consensus twice every mm-hmm. other one has gone consensus. Okay, I mean it is All the right. first round. Yeah, it's true. It's true. We're getting We're there. Weeding uh, out the weaker of the sixty four. <laughs> Natural get selection. Out here, get out of here, Phantom Thread. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Freaking lost in translation. Such no. a beautiful Ridiculous. film. Gosh. Oh boy, I think this one's pretty obvious. We have The Dark Knight versus Five Hundred Days of Summer. Well, I haven't seen 500 Days of Summer, so I'm leaving it to you, but I have, I, I mean, I think even if I had seen 500 Days of Summer, I'd probably vote for The Dark Knight. Yeah. Uh, Keelan? I ben, you start. Oh, me start. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, do you want me I, to start? Uh, yeah, you go ahead. I love 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. I think it's, <laughs> a, you know, the other one's going to give you my pick. I'm yeah. picking The Dark Knight. I think that The Dark Knight is one of the best directed films of the 20th century, or the 21st century, rather. Um... 
it's just spectacular. It's so creative in its use of visual effects and its yeah. use of practical effects, and the acting's great. Heath Ledger gives probably the best performance of all time, yeah. and there are parts of 500 Days of Summer that are a little goofy and stupid, even if it's emotionally heart-wrenching. They're two different type of types of movies, but I think that The Dark Knight is just more significant. So The I'm Dark Knight is so well told as a story. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like yeah. there's so many like facets of it which it it just kind of effortlessly weaves together and it's mm-hmm. so like there's so many great performances in it and it's like even though Christopher Nolan's dialogue is like sometimes not the best, he he still has like great lines, even if they don't, mm-hmm. they're not like entirely naturalistic or anything. It's I like, think it works for the kind of movie he always makes. Yeah, where he's yeah, supposed definitely. to be very kind of on the nose. I always say I that. I think it's. I think Dark Knight is one of his better scripts. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's probably his best script. Yeah, I think. I always say his movies would be terrible if he didn't have like the best actors in the world <laughs> deliver his lines because <laughs> they're true. like, it's. It, they're probably hard to do, but they just make it work, and all those things yeah. working together is amazing. All right, Ben. Uh, like I, I'm gonna vote for The Dark Knight, but these two films are so, like almost so on par for me. Like it's just they're so close yeah. together in terms of my favorites. Uh, but I just think yeah, I agree with whoever said that The Dark Knight's one of the best directed movies of the 20th century. Like it's it's it is, and it's it's it's. It's it's one of like I I'll compare it to Grand Budapest in a way that is just so impressive, um, mm. but for a very different for very different reasons. Uh, but yeah, I'll go with The Dark Knight. I love that movie. I think this next matchup might be the hardest one yet, and it's wow. gonna really pain me one way or the other. Oh boy! Blade Runner versus Back to the Future. Original oh. Blade Runner, yes. Original Blade Runner versus Back to the Future, and that kills oh. me because they're two of the best sci-fi films ever made. Yeah. Who's oh my going God. first? Will, you, you take yeah, this one you first. Yeah, you take Will. Will's our, Will's our resident sci-fi guy. I like yeah. Back to the Future a lot. Um, although I haven't seen it in quite a while. But I think Blade... I, I don't think it compares to Blade Runner, really. Because Blade Runner is like... If we're talking influential in the way that it's like trailblazing genius, like laid out all these incredible ideas and concepts and stuff that's the movie for that and it's like it's such an amazing realization of this messed up horrible world that you can you can really like see every alleyway and dark gutters and stuff and it like back to the future is fantastic but it doesn't like ask questions about humanity and stuff and have like deep meaning and things to say you know yeah it's just like on some level it's just like a fun romp and it's like a well executed fun romp but i feel like blade runner is on another level so you're voting for blade runner yes um ben if i might go before you if if you don't mind no of course um i'm gonna vote for back to the future i think blade runner is a better movie and I think it probably deserves to go on. But like you said, it's a fun romp, but it's my fun romp. I, mm. I That movie is so close to like my heart. I love it. It was my favorite movie when I was a kid. I'm just going to vote for it to give it a fighting chance and to let Ben decide this. Because oh, um, I, I feel like it... Well, yeah, because I, I didn't want to just end the conversation right here. I want to hear what Ben has to mm. say. And I, I don't know. I want to give it a chance. Yeah, this is. But a, I think Blade Runner is better. This is, a, this is a tough, 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 tough choice. Because I love both of these movies so, so, so much. Mm. 
Ah, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to decide. Um, <laughs> no, I'm gonna go with what. Like, okay, my heart is telling me Back to the Future, but I know that the choice is Blade Runner. Like, it's just yeah. as Will, like Wilk totally described it perfectly. If you're talking influential movies, you gotta include Blade Runner. Like, it's just everything it's done for the entire genre of science fiction is just like, yeah. Again, unmatched. It's just like it's like what Rosemary's Baby did for horror. It's just it's, it's just so 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 good. Like everything about it. Even though I don't really like Harrison Ford that much. Like I'm not gonna lie. I think he's the worst part of that movie. Um, I'm gonna go with Blade Runner. All right, and it moves on. And I think that's probably the right call. But I'm glad I I'm glad I said my piece. The one flaw with Blade Runner is the bit where. That the one um, replicant is like having a seizure on the ground for like eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Okay, we have two more matchups before we call it a day today. Uh, okay. The next one I think will be an interesting debate, and the last one is going to be maybe even harder than the one we just did. Wow. So next up, we have the Myrowitz stories, new and selected, versus The Shining. Oh my god. Which is Keelan, I'm, I'm going to be Keelan, angry one way or the other. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad, bro. In the Meyerowitz stories, is it? And vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you sent a picture to us a while ago of Dustin Hoffman saying like he looks like the kid in The Shining. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. he does. He does mention it. Um, oh man. The way I see it is, you've got, in my opinion, Noah Baumbach's best film. Mm-hmm. With one of the greatest horror movies of all time. <laughs> yeah. Can I, yeah. can I just get this out of the way before you guys both vote for The Shining? Mm-hmm. Um, the Merowitz Stories is one of the best written films I've ever seen in my life. I, I love agree. it to no, bits. No, I love that script. I, th- I think it's better written than The Shining is, and I'm not going to lie. I think it's... I, I don't think The Shining is Kubrick's best film. I think there are issues with The Shining. I think... If we're talking about 2001 A Space Odyssey, then I put that through, because that's Kubrick's best movie. I, I think I think Merowitz Stories is better, personally, but I know I'm going to be outvoted, but I'm voting Merowitz Stories. I don't like Emma Thompson's character in the Marowitz stories. I think she's hilarious. I, I think she's, she's funny, funny, but, but, but like, I think you're not supposed to like her. Uh, yeah. Like for most of the time, but she comes around at the end. Anyways, The, the Shining is just better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a, I think The I'm, Shining, I agree that, it's the, that there are issues with it, and I don't think it's mm-hmm. like, the writing is kind of weird, but I think that mm-hmm. adds to it in a way. It. it I agree. It doesn't need to be like a fantastic script for some reason it just it works in the context of that movie and that it's, atmosphere that's yes. building i agree i think it's the most i i think it's the most anxiety inducing stressful intense movie i've ever seen um mm-hmm. and kubrick just does that so well because i mean come on it's stanley kubrick um yeah. so i'm i'm gonna go with the shining it probably deserved to win i mean it's it's it, it's, it's the shining. Just, it's the shining exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I feel like half of these things are gonna be like I love A, but B. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. Okay, last one. This is gonna be our last argument. I feel like. Okay, well I know my answer with this, but okay, mm-hmm. let's see. Lawrence of Arabia versus Citizen Kane. Ah, well I know that I'm... is Clash of the Titans. I know your I... answer, and I think I know my answer. Ben, what's your answer? Well, I haven't seen Lawrence of Arabia. Um, oh, right. Okay, so you're voting Citizen Kane. I love Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane is not the greatest movie of all time. It's no, it's not in my top ten of all time. 
It's 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 still really good though, guys. Like it's so it's again, these are we've picking yeah. some incredibly influential movies, including including Citizen Kane, which might be more influential than any of the ones we previously discussed. I think Just it's probably the most there. influential film ever made. It, I think it changed like, filmmaking. It, it, you could definitely make an argument for that. Um so I'm like I can't vote Lords of Arabia because I haven't seen it. I'm sure it's also equally amazing, but I'm gonna vote Citizen Kane. Will you make yours? Because now I'm waffling. I think Citizen Kane is great, but I think Lawrence of Arabia is better. Um, and I know that's what you were gonna vote. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, I I saw Lawrence of Arabia with with Keelan actually and my mm-hmm. uncle at TIFF on seventy millimeter, and it was like my my uncle said a lot like you can't watch it without. That's not an impression of my uncle, but he was like, you can't watch it and not in a theater. Not Will's a- uncle isn't Adam Sandler. 70 millimeter film. 70 millimeter print. Schwartz from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, but it really did. It's really amazing. It, it's just an achievement. And it's so long. Which is good. <laughs> yeah, I'm voting Lawrence of Arabia. There's, oh, wow. I've never seen a film where seeing it on 70 impacted my viewing experience so much. Yeah. There's one moment that I think stick out sticks out to both you and I, yeah. where it's like a shot of someone riding towards you in the desert for like five minutes. Like it just keeps it's probably less than five minutes, but it feels like five minutes because it goes from him being like a speck in the distance yeah. to being all the way in front of the camera, and it takes forever. But you can see him when he's a speck in the distance. You wouldn't be able to see that; it would be a pixel on yeah. a normal screen. I, Seventy I millimeter imagine. projection. You can you can make out what it is. I can't it's, imagine watching that on a computer, like because you. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, no, I think Lawrence of Arabia is, like, some of the best editing ever, some of the best cinematography ever, some, just, it's just so, it just that's, works. That's, like, an epic. Like, people yeah, throw around the word an epic. epic a lot, but that's Fair. an epic. I'll give it to Two I'll votes for Lawrence a, of Arabia. I'll give, I All mean, right. I haven't seen it, but I resp- I, I'll, ta- I'll take your word for it. Let us know in the comments if you uh, agree with us or disagree mm. with us or hate us because of our picks. Um, Probably all, the latter. All feedback is encouraged. <laughs> Um, so I'll let you guys know in one second. I'm just sending all these through. Uh, yeah, the next the next uh, three matchups that we're going to be doing sure. are going to be Inglorious Bastards versus Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, wow. Will's going to kill actually, himself. Yeah, we, <laughs> uh, after that will be a Will and I only debate between Interstellar and Shaun of the Dead, followed up by 2001 A Space Odyssey and Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, so we're going to leave you with those. Uh, we have lots more movies to discuss, a lot more debates to have. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying the show. I'm Keelan. I'm Ben. I'm Will. Thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.